What's up? Happy Tuesday. It is August 25th. My name is Lisa Page, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast. I'm so excited to share with you Target Tori. If you're in my Facebook group, I gave y'all a heads up the other day about Target Tori and her whole story. And I'm just so excited that she was able to take the time to talk to me last week. I did post her video that kind of recaps her whole story in the show notes, but you can also check out the pinned video if you follow her or you might want to follow her after you hear her story at Target Tory. I caught the tail end of her on Glenn's show last week. And then that night, Stu came home and I asked him all about her and what the backstory was because I just, you know, caught the tail end of it. So I didn't know what they were even talking to her about. And then he kind of told me. And at that point, I knew, oh, my gosh, I have got to have her on to tell me the whole thing. I'm so excited for you to hear today's episode. I'm going to play it for you in one second. I just wanted to let y'all know that after a few days of just being kind of like, I don't know, out of service, I don't know what was happening with the Built Bar website, but it's up and it's running. So you can jump on now and order your new and improved bars. I think the most popular box right now is the mixed box because you're going to get all the new flavors and you'll be able to really kind of like taste test all of them and decide for yourself which are your top two or three, all of them for me. Uh, No, but in all seriousness, the coconut almond is my hands down favorite. But out of the new flavors, love, 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 the carrot cake with walnuts, followed by the banana bread. So keep those two bars in mind. You'll get them definitely in the mix box. So go to builtbar.com, code Lisa Page, no spaces, just Lisa Page, builtbar.com. Are you ready to hear a super duper refreshing story that we don't hear enough of? We do not hear enough of these types of things happening every day. Certainly not since COVID. So without further ado, here is Target Tori. Thank you so much. Okay, so Tori, for everybody who's listening and for the people who aren't familiar with this story and now this movement that's kind of taken on a life of its own, Pause Be Kind, can you recap for us? Yeah, it was the end of January, which seems like, you know, forever oh, ago now yes. because we've had this, yes. this virus. But Okay, so Tori, give everybody just a quick background as to what exactly happened and how Pause Be Kind, your you know, mission started because of this jerk that came into Target. And you were working at Target at the time, right? Yeah. So I was a manager at the time. And of course, being a manager, you get the call over your headset or your walkie saying, hey, can we have a manager come over to the front? Um, A guest would like to speak with you. And so you normally know, usually it's a negative thing. They don't usually ask for a manager if it's positive. So uh, I went up there kind of preparing myself and little did I know exactly how how crazy the situation was going to be. Um, but we had a guest in the store who had seen a display label tag um, for a penny next to an $89.99 toothbrush. Um, and he felt like we needed to honor the price that was a display label, um, even though there's clearly a price tag next to the toothbrush that's a couple of shelves down. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, it was such a big price difference. I offered him, you know, some off, but I just, I wasn't going to budge. I wasn't going to give him the, the toothbrush for a penny. Um, because it does ultimately end up affecting jobs and, you know, our income for that store. So, um, I knew it was just, you know, it was an antagonizing thing. He was just trying to get something. Um, so I, I stuck, I stuck with my no, 
Um, and he was really upset by that. So he ended up taking a picture of my face mm. and um, I had no idea that he had such a following on social media <gasps> and he called the police as well. Um, so the police came and, you know, they obviously spoke with him about, you know, there wasn't much that they could do at that moment. He had to file with the Better Business Bureau and a couple of hours later after this whole thing, you know, calmed down and I go back to work, although it was such a weird situation, we were definitely still kind of talking about it. Mm -hmm. um, I, I got a text message from my boss who had left for the day and said, hey, check your Twitter. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I go on Twitter and I'm trending and it went up to number five trending at its highest, which was like mind blowing Right. Um, that this was just blowing up. Um, and at first, you know, it was such an ugly picture of me, but I, I think, you know, that kind of helped my situation because <laughs> if it were a really good picture, right. I think people wouldn't have felt as bad. You know? <laughs> I was very obviously just miserable in that moment. So it, yeah. it helped, I think. Uh -huh. So from that, I think, you know, having that experience and just working in customer service as, as I have, I've seen so much negativity and, you know, people becoming so defensive when in reality we're on their side, we're on their team and we want them to, to walk away happy. And so I feel like we need to bring attention to that as well as to this cancel culture that we're living in because it's just so toxic. Oh girl, I know it is so bad. I was saying this the other day, I was coming out of Target as a matter of fact. I mean, I'm a nice person and there's really there's never been a stranger that I haven't met. You know, I talk to everybody. I've just mm -hmm. always been Me like too. this. You know, yes, you definitely seem like that. I'm, I'm, I'm getting that from you. But, and I mean, I guess you have to be, you have to be a people person if you're going to be put in a manager position. You need to know how to deal with people. You need to know how to communicate and give people grace and be understanding, but also hold your ground and you, you know, cause you do have a job to do. Everybody is so hypersensitive. Everybody is so offended. Now we've got the mask shamers. Then we have the anti-vaxxers and everybody has an opinion and everybody's sitting there calling everybody out on social media. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've had to block people from my DMs because they don't agree with something that I've posted on Instagram. Well, hello, you, you don't know, know me personally. And this is just an account you follow. Why are you wasting your time? I think it's so sad too, because I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, we all want what's best for the world mm -hmm. and for humanity. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're, we're so passionate about our beliefs. But if we were to just open ourselves up to other beliefs, we would, we would be able to learn more and grow more and either determine, no, I really like my way or, oh, maybe there is an alternative here. And maybe I've been blocking myself off from this because I'm so stuck in my ways. And like, that's how we grow and evolve as humans. Mm -hmm. we, we need to do more of that. Absolutely. Keep going on with your story. So this guy comes in, he's an, a jerk. He posts you on social media. How do you know now this video has gone viral? So I was kind of, you know, with the picture being as, you know, not, not like me as it was, I guess, um, right. just because it was kind of blurry. I was looking down. Um, it was, it was kind of a good situation because I was able to kind of still be a little bit incognito, I guess at work. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I had to finish out my shift that day. I was closing the building that night and things were really, really escalating, um, you know, online, it was really getting so much attention. And I, I remember just, you know, I couldn't help but like sneak a look at my phone every once in a while and mm -hmm. be like, Oh my God, it's still getting bigger. And, you know, having that on the back of my mind that whole night and wondering <laughs> oh what's going to come of it. Right. Um, and I believe it was that night that the GoFundMe, yeah, it was that the GoFundMe was started. So 
then I was, I was thinking to myself, well, this is just bizarre. And I never expected to get the money. It wasn't about that. It was more so seeing so much support around it. Um, it was just so surprising and we see so much negativity now to, so to see everyone not hopping on the hate bandwagon, Mm -hmm. but instead making up their own mind about something, which I feel like we don't do enough. It was, Mm -hmm. it was awesome to see that. Oh my gosh. If I were you, I would be dying to get off my shift. I would be taking a thousand bathroom breaks just to go in and keep refreshing my Twitter. (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) I don't, I think my, my battery drained really quickly that day for sure. Right. Like the one, the one day you forget your Mophie, like your, your, you know, charger. Okay. So do you know at this point who has started this GoFundMe page? Tell me how this happens because in, for anyone who's listening right now, go to the show notes. I have Tori's whole story. I have her pause, be kind website up there. And I have the YouTube video that tells the story that you're hearing right now on this episode, uh, which is fantastic. That was so smart of you to put a video up, but you've got this GoFundMe page now and you're thinking, oh my gosh, these strangers from all over the world are throwing money my way because they see my side. This guy was an asshole and people are supporting me, which is unheard of now because everybody's so quick to judge. Yeah. So I think I learned, I think I actually found the GoFundMe um, because people were tagging um, the person who had made the GoFundMe in a lot of their posts. Got um, it. Okay. And they were re-tagging it. And so when they were um, reposting and retweeting it, I feel like that's how I found who the person was. And then I also saw that they sent out a message saying, you know, help me find her. <gasps> um, at which, yeah. So then I was really shocked that this person was really going through with it because I was under the impression that it wasn't going to be serious. And, and I still felt like, okay, you know, I, I know I won't get this money, but it's still so cool um, that this is happening and this movement is happening and I'm a, I'm a, you know, key part of it. Um, so then I, I just watched the numbers tick up and tick up and tick up. And I don't know if it was that night that I ended up reaching out to the person. Um, I think it might've been late, late that night that I had, had sent a message saying, Hey, um, this is me, but this is obviously really overwhelming. Can I just take a day to digest everything before I, we, we take care of anything or whatever we're going to do with this huge GoFundMe? So I just kind of, you know, took a day there to, to relax. Okay. So as you're watching these numbers climb, are you thinking, oh, that's so nice. This person's going to try and raise a couple thousand dollars for me. And now all of a sudden you're in like the twenties, the mid twenties, you get to 30,000. What was the total amount and how long did it take for these amazing strangers to raise money in your name? Yeah, I think it was like 34, I think it was a 35,000. Jeez. Um, was, I know. Girl. I know. And oh. so I felt so guilty. I felt so <laughs> guilty because I was like, can people please stop putting money in this? Because like, I didn't do anything other than stick to my guns. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's a story that's not really about me. And I almost feel like they weren't giving money to me. They were giving money to the cause. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel so compelled to, to pay it forward. Um, and that was kind of how it transferred to me feeling so, like I said, compelled when I saw Andy's story to, to do more and to help him out as well. All right. So you get the money, right? And then you decide, well, I have all this money. I'm going to, well, I'm going to pay it for, but I'm going to go on a little vacation first because girlfriend needs some time. It's like you just jump from you're managing Target and dealing with just normal customers. Then you've got this irate guy who basically makes you famous, but in a great way, like it completely backfired on this douchebag. And you go on this vacation to Hawaii, right? 
Yes. So I, the vacate, the fund, actually the GoFundMe was, you know, jokingly named, you know, send target Tori on a vacay. Um, <laughs> I so love that naturally, you went. <laughs> I mean, I had to go. Right. Like twist um, my arm. I mean, <laughs> yeah. If you're going to make me, but it was really cool because I didn't feel like I had to, even though that was, you know, the name of the GoFundMe, everyone was saying, you know, use this money for you because we're donating it to you to use however you want. It isn't, you know, no strings attached, which I thought was so cool. Um, but I did want to go on vacation because one, I needed a vacation. Let me tell you, I didn't use like any of my vacation mm. hours working at Target. Um, I was one of those people that just worked like a 13 hour day, like a crazy person and had like an hour commute one way. So um, it was a lot of work, a lot of days. So I was, I was ready for that vacation. And it was so extra sweet because it was funded by all those people supporting me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I wanted to make that video because I wanted them to see me enjoying it and, you know, feel like I really did put it to good use. Well, you didn't just go on vacation though, Tori, you did something not everybody would have done with $35,000 to their name, but what else do you do with the rest of the money? And you're doing this while you're on vacation. Everybody who's listening, like Tori brings her stationary kit to Hawaii. So pick it up from here. You're at the pool and you decide, I'm going to take a little break. Yeah. So I was able to kind of share some of the excitement and um, I just put, you know, little, little bundles of like $20 and some envelopes and um, spread it out throughout Hawaii. And there's so many people there that, you know, need it, but also people that just would benefit from finding something and some sort of kindness. Um, so I was able to kind of spread it out and it was, it was really cool to, to see that that come from me and pay it forward in such an awesome place. And um, it was like a really good way to circle back Mm -hmm. to the story and bring everything back around. And you hand wrote little notes and did you not sign your name? I can't, did you, or were you just like, this is for you? What did you write in the card? Hashtag target Tori. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I signed it. I never saw anybody post it online, but I know I put them in like great spots for people to find. So I'm hoping, you know, maybe if they hear this story, They will, um, they'll post it or just, you know, let me know that someone found them. I love this story so much. I love it so much. So from this, that's all happened in January, you have now decided to launch this website, Pause Be Kind. And basically you're doing exactly what all of these sweet strangers did for you. You are finding these types of stories similar to yours and you're starting GoFundMe pages for these people to help them fend off the haters essentially, right? Yeah. So Andy, and I don't think I really had planned this, Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, seeing Andy in such a similar situation as a manager who is also being shamed, um, you know, at at his place of work, which I feel like it just makes it so much worse when it's at your place of work and you're doing your job. We don't make the policies. And I say this all the time, you know, it's not my policy, but I I am enforcing it. And that's, that's my job. And Mm -hmm. I hope that you understand that. However, you know, Kroger Andy here had to enforce a policy that was just not one that the person agreed with. And he also got publicly shamed, unfortunately. And I, I could tell by the situation, his face, obviously, that, that it was a genuine, um, a genuine interaction. Action and I really wanted to help out and make a difference and bring more awareness to this this type of behavior. So what happened with Andy at Kroger? We have Kroger's here. Are you in Ohio? We're, oh no, you're in Rhode Island, right? I'm in Rhode Island. Okay, yeah. so so 
You guys don't have Kroger's up there, though, but I know it's a southern grocery store chain, which we have right around the corner. Produce isn't that great, but I do feel bad for Andy. But really quickly, what happened with him? It was just another annoying, very difficult customer giving this guy a hard time. And that's the problem. Everyone's got freaking phones on them. So everybody wants to post everything or make a TikTok out of it. They're hoping to jump on the viral bandwagon and honestly get famous from it. But now with your new pause be kind initiative it's kind of going to start backfiring on a lot of people and I think the more the story is spreading I wouldn't be too quick to pull out your phone and start recording but you had to have been like turn the damn camera off sir yeah so he said to me you know I'm going to film this I'm filming this you're not going to honor this I'm going to take a picture of you and I'm going to post it because you know you can't do that that's not okay so you know he he gave me fair warning and then took his phone right out and took a picture of me very quickly there wasn't much that I could do about it and can't grab his phone you know I'm in I'm in a public place technically he can legally take pictures of me it makes you feel really vulnerable I can't really explain the feeling it's like you're out of control in the situation yeah Yeah, it's it's not a good feeling Well, getting back to Kroger, Andy, you guys raised $19,500 for Kroger, Andy's GoFundMe. You are going to transfer the funds over to him. Is there anybody else you have your radar on that would be next in line for a free vacation? I don't. I don't at this moment. This is good, though, Tori. This is good. Yeah. Maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't care if it never if it never happens again, I'd be happy. I just want, you know, to bring attention to the, the cancel culture and the toxicity of it. And I hope that people will stop and think. And that's what the whole point of Pause Be Kind is, is we, we forget to pause. We forget to put ourselves in that other person's shoes for a second relax before getting enraged and just be kind you know we can we can take the higher road no one benefits from you getting upset and enraged and then publicly shaming someone no one benefits from Uh -uh. that no I know there are so many times where I get super fired up from people that message me something in my husband who's He's always the sensible one here. And he's like, just ignore it. Why do you let them get to you? Block them. You have the power to block them. And so that's what I have been doing. I block the person. I don't even respond anymore. You don't get a notice. You just get blocked. So tell me, Tori, are you still at Target? I'm not at Target anymore, but it was a very amicable split. I love them. I learned so much. I learned so much about, you know, myself as a leader there. Um, And they did a great job. I just I felt like, you know, I was given this platform and for me to fully take advantage of it, I just couldn't be, you know, there as well. And I feel like what I'm doing now is so much more fulfilling at a personal level. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to see where this goes. I love it. That's so great. And I love that you were at Target because let's be honest, we're all at Target about every other day. That red Amen. card gets me Amen. every time, sister. Every time. that re- I love seeing the you saved. Oh, it's amazing. Yes. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. It really is. All right. So Target Tori on Twitter. Target Tori, are you on Instagram too under the same handle? Yes, I am. But it's under my name, Tori, T-O-R-I. And then the last name is Parati, P-E-R-R-O-T-T-I. So that's my Instagram. Okay, perfect. This will all be in the show notes. I love your story. I am so excited that you had the time to, you know, take this afternoon and talk to me. And listen, if you get somebody else that we need to raise money for, you have to let me know. You got to let Stu know too, so you can go back on Glenn's show and and raise even more money because they have more power than I do for sure. But you got to keep us posted. I'm following you on all the platforms. Keep doing what you're doing, Tori. You're awesome. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share this story. And I hope that I can 
bring and continue to bring some positivity to people on my social media platforms. So there you go. That was Target Tory. Wasn't that such a nice story? The mainstream media doesn't like to report the good stuff. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. Again, my name is Lisa Page. This is the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast. Please, if you like what you hear, I would love it if you would like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. I know it sounds like a lot, but it's really not. I'll talk to you again this Friday. Thank you so much again for listening and have a great week.